Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. That's because you're libertarian and you don't pay for firefighters. Why do I feel like there was a no, period of no, your life where that was your favorite song? For fire, fire, mine? mine? No, Harlan's. All right, we're, oh. we're, we're on. We're on. Welcome to episode three, zero, zero. We hit the big three L boys of the After Lodge podcast. This is After Lodge Harlan coming to you live in my uh, not fancy hat because I didn't get the fancy hat memo until it was too late. But I am joined by my partner in crime. Who has reconciled our differences, postponed the divorce, worshipless producer Bruce. Good evening, everyone. Happy to be back for the big 3-0. Yeah, I actually forgot that it was a, it was kind of a centennial episode number. Yeah, I hope, I hope the listeners aren't expecting something special, because you're going to be sorely well, disappointed. We, we've oh, got yeah. a as always. surprises. Except for Chuck's hand. Mostly, we have uh, Do they Walter see what's White. on my hand? Johnny. Howdy. Why is your head so shiny? Uh, I'm making up for whatever the hell that is sitting on top of the knot above Chuck's head because I'm I'm in commandery. I already have a silly hat that I don't wear, and that's uh, that I. It looks like I no. I figured out. I'm what not going to lie, John. With your face, you really should be wearing the Heisenberg hat from Breaking Bad. That's, that's true. Right. That's that's true. I, I don't. Ninety percent there already. I don't own a pork pie. That's the hat I need to get so I can pull the full Heisenberg. For but sure. I just I figured out exactly what Chuck. Oh, there it is. Out. If you watch the movie Robin Hood with Errol Flynn, but hit him in the face with a bunch of bees, that's that that's what you got right there. So greetings, listeners, which you can't see because this is an audio podcast. Is <laughs> the Reservoir tip in green color. I am wearing my brand new Paul <laughs> Sears Lebanon pyramid. And it's a pyramid because the hat is actually shaped like a triangle. Wow. Which means it doesn't fit on my head. That is or in his head. Very special. are generally round. Because when I think of Lebanon, I think of pyramids. <laughs> Made out of cedar. Do you apparently no. I think of desert, but I've never been there. Uh, don't, I, I don't recommend going. Uh, I hear it's, it's not a particularly exciting tourist destination these days. But yeah, I like I, the snow, eh? I still got oh, that no, freaking too hot there for me. I, I do Come look like a Robin Hood reject from a a really bad Renaissance fair. You do, or uh, or that Men in Tights movie. In fact, I think oh, that, that hat is in that movie. It's pretty close it to the mirrors. We're okay, yeah. so we oh. a, a tall cedars. Pyramid. Jamie's wearing his I'm a Russian, come shoot me. <laughs> it's a fur hat, yes. The 19 is, is, is wearing the Masonic hat worn primarily only 
by retired old grumpy guys. That's true. Harlan, Harlan's the only Mason under like 70 I've ever seen wearing that hat. Yeah, that, that was specifically, you're damn right. There's but hold on, no, because this this isn't the trucker hat with like the mesh backing and whatnot. No, this is this is full of fabric. Harlan, in your defense, I have the hat in my garage. It's my shop hat. The yeah. trucker one is what the younger redneck Masons that's wear. Harlan, that's my Masonic <laughs> hat. Nice, classic. And he's got two of them. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see here. John is wearing his... Um, his chapeau with the black ostrich feather because which is not a lot in Minnesota. I've got the only black one in Minnesota. And Bruce yeah. is wearing a white That's baseball cool. cap simply because he's Bruce. It says head. Head? It's on his head. Yeah. No, he. That's what he wants. No, it's, it's there. That's what he you got to know where where it goes. Like if you, so anyways, if you Harlan, shirt, it says torso on it. Right. Every time I pick up this head, I know exactly where to put it. Oh. No. I thought it was instructions for your wife. So next time we're going to mm. take your hat and we'll write penis on it. I mean, really, it's like a you triple know, entendre. It works a lot of ways. Wear, it does work a lot of ways. I might actually wear my hat someplace, like going fishing or whatever, if it didn't have these obnoxious naval officer things going on and say Mason, Mason on it in right. big letters. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the Mason in big letters is the only thing about this one I don't like. I like that. So if it was just, just the square and compass, yeah. I might actually like wear it fishing. That's officially the longest I've worn a chapeau in four years because we use battalion caps. Yeah. And it just says, just ask in the back, Masonic Revival, good stuff. Anyways, Harlan, finish the introduction since I derailed it because I have a pyramid and you don't. All right. Which is right. Better than you. So, uh, well, we all know Chuck, and now we have. Uh, Do we? We have Buckingham Jamie. Yes. How you doing? I have served the queen. <laughs> I don't think those guys are supposed to talk, Jamie. <laughs> no. Also, also, I think wearing that hat means we all get to mess with you and you can't do anything. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. That's the real thing. Like, I'm trying to... It looks like a beaver, honestly. I don't. It's not really in the shape of a hat. Well, he's Canadian, so it makes sense there's a beaver on his hat. There is a beaver on my head. <laughs> now we're getting places. Oh, good lord! <laughs> it's just—it's just a fur hat, boys. No it's way. literally a fur hat with a beak. For a, for a second, yeah, I it's thought got like a weird mullet flange well, on it. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. So he's got the well. He's got he's got a beaver mullet hat to go with his mullet hair, and then now it's got a bill like, too. What kind of weird ass hat is that? It's like it's like a bucket hat made of fur. Is <laughs> Was that made from a, a duckbill side? And, and, and I want to point out now, all of a sudden, we've got Bubba Ray Goldstein up there with the <laughs> cat and the... Uh... Aren't I awesome? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are... We are. Good. It's definitely been a few weeks, boys. <laughs> yeah. the... <laughs> I'm going to pull this off Saturday, y'all. Gonna... Oh, guys, this is an audio podcast, right? Everybody uh, else is just uh, not joining us at all. Oh, shit. Do we have any live viewers? Anybody look? I hope not, too. Oh, I'm, I'm going straight to Hebrew hell for that one. All right. Ah. Oh, my. <laughs> to Hebrew hell. My head's getting hot, man. This thing is meant for minus 40. It's not, not meant for... Well, just open a window. I'm sure it is outside. Um, oh no! Right, the North Pole is melting. It's got up to like seventy degrees at some point, didn't it? Yeah, it's fourteen Dude, degrees Celsius here. 
That hat looks like a beef eater turk to freaking Cossack or Cossack, and then all of a sudden they ended up in Canada. That's uh, there's something else. That is, yeah, I, I got a uh, you wear it well. It's a whole lot of levels, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not, I, anyway, I wear it. It's been a couple weeks, fellas. Uh, yeah, that's why we're so loony. Um, or has anything just really not been happening the past couple weeks? Um, Depends on your on your perspective. Yeah, I watched gas prices go way way up. The same as the rest of you. Baby stuff, assembling furniture and things like that. I thought you already had the baby. Are you having another baby? No, I'm like. But the baby grows, Chuck, as you know. His stuff together, like his room and stuff. The baby is six months old. Wow, I can't believe you were allowed to like not have that set up before the baby was like born. Well, well, it's, it's an ongoing process. We had some things. I put together a nine-part shelf. This isn't his special needed. lady friend's first child. So, oh my Jesus Christ, the wig! She's not like nesting wig. and stuff. She's uh, she's Carl, been are you supposed to be George Washington or a Canadian judge? Thank you, Sir Jefferson. Yes, this is my Thomas Jefferson wig. Note the the tail. See, oh, I thought he was a ginger. He was, but not in his powdered wig. He was a gentleman. He wore a wig in public. Okay. He was that. So um, Masonic yeah. too. Yeah, especially yeah. to the to the young ladies in his employee. He was right, no, not a gentleman, <laughs> actually. That uh, was something a, else. That was his sister in law. Okay. It was his half sister in law. Half sister in law. Is that a half sister? Never mind. Sally was ow, his ow. wife's half sister. Yes. Okay. See, we do this thing because Sally was a slave, but the detail that gets left out was Sally was also three quarters white. Yeah. And also the kid. Because her mother was was half black and his father-in-law had slept with Sally's mother to, to produce Sally, which made him, made her Jefferson's wife's half sister. So, so, so his wife died. He I'm had a slave in his employee. Brothers, nephews, cousins, yeah. former. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Branches. What does it make you to say three quarters white instead of one quarter black? Huh? What does that make you? Bad at math. <laughs> well, I'm illustrating <laughs> the ridiculousness that was American slavery yeah. at and, every level. And Jamie, yeah. Or what? Right. It's seven eighths white. You are officially free. It was. Oh, really? Yes, no, you were. At seven now, despite the fact that three quarters white, you, you probably couldn't tell. I thought it was one thirty. Anyway, the, the point was he he, he got with this thing. woman because she lived in their him. household and looked like his late wife who he was traumatized by. Not that I'm making excuses mm. because I doubt she was a willing participant some of the time. In the, yeah. And then also there's a weirdness factor because like their kids were then also his enslaved persons who then worked on his estate. But they were his like, kids. Oh, hey, yeah. dad. Get back in the field. Like, I, I don't. There's a lot about Jefferson. You're gonna get that, whipped. There's a lot about Jefferson wow. that can't be understood. It just is what it is. 
you that's a weird dynamic him as a brilliant statesman and a flawed man which is what i've done so uh, we're all human speaking of things of great uh we now have fewer states in the country that have an issue with prince hall since the last time we met oh yeah oh, is that official yes okay it's, okay I mean, they're still working on visitation and how that's going to work as, you know, the Prince Hall lot, Grand Lodges, of course, want to make sure that they don't get poached or seem to be illegitimate to by their own, by good people. So, but they're at least, I think it's back down to four now. Um, so that's a, that's a plus. I'm not going to talk about that one state where that sad state of affairs is mostly done now and before dealing with some of their repercussions of around to find out, um, unfortunately, um, you know, and then uh, let's see here. Um, I've got a triangle hat now. I got a, I got a grotto fez now. Eventually, once I get, well, once I get everything together, I'm going to have a picture of me wearing all my hats, Masonic hats and going, this is not even my final form. So, that's right. I'm sure uh, there's hopefully that's Jefferson wig. And then um, yeah, you got to get a powdered wig in there somewhere. I will figure. Out, I, I will figure out a way to make it work. He's, uh, he's, nor- he's northern jurisdiction. It's got to be part of their. Oh yeah, it's part of their like thirty second degree then. Right. No, we, no, but we do have powdered wigs. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I rest my then, case. Yep. And then of course uh, sustained. And then you know. Um, Next weekend is Grand Chapter Council session. Are you coming down for that, John? No, I uh, hadn't planned on it. Well, next weekend is the first weekend of June. Ah, probably not. It's kind of short order to get tickets and all that shit. And, Actually, it is. And, my, and mine's like, our Grand Session's like three weeks later, and I'm already gone, and that's our anniversary weekend, which my wife is graceful enough to let me get out of the house without slitting my throat every year, so... I'm not going to push my luck. I don't blame you. I was just mentioning because the fourth and all that stuff. Yeah, you should have invited me. Lazy bastard. Um, yeah, well, he's 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 announced his candidacy for something else. So. No, I know what. Yeah, no, yeah. Fucking. You, you think I'm dumb? Damn. No, you're. You are dumb. He's a heathen for punishment. There's two differences. <laughs> I am the dumbest smart guy. He ever likes knew. it. That's. We all like punishment. Yeah, so, uh, maybe you're really just the smartest dumb so guy, Chuck. Uh, yeah, I am pretty dumb. I'm also very smart. Also, uh, let's see here. Um, I'm doing a Master Mason. I'll be at the end of June. Um, my Lodge's Chicken Barbecue is on Sunday, right after Grand Chapter Council session. Chicken Barbecue. We. This is our... Chicken. I'm more likely to fly over that than Grand Session. We sell half chicken dinners. Uh, you get a half chicken, baked beans, coleslaw, potato salad, a roll. And if you eat in the lodge, you also get like iced tea and lemonade or water. And this is, we cook about uh, 180 half chicken dinners. And we do this. This is what we use to raise money for um, when we do stuff with the food bank. <coughs> Thanksgiving and uh, our time in the soup kitchen. So this is 100% back to the community. So. Um, this is whatever. And, uh, and I come I'm, up with that. I want four whole fried chickens and a Coke. Uh, I'll, I'll get you a Coke. 
um, for that. Um, and then, of course, um, and a bag of ice because he's going to ride out on his motorcycle. <laughs> and then uh, this, um, we actually have a, a block pit of you know cinder blocks. We cook these chickens on these giant grates that you flip. Like it's, we can cook like thirty at a time. You have one of those pits that looks like a throne, like that. You know no, like the giant chair. It it looks like more something you would burn a body in because it's just mm. a bunch of cinder blocks in a big rectangle where we just do, we don't even open the charcoal up. We just throw the bags in there, and we yep. we, we set something on fire and sit on top and just let it get going. Yep. Interesting that. And then we because it's paper. And then uh, this coming up Tuesday is the Order of the Silver Trowel, which for you non right non New York right havens is the chair degree for the um the council and it's a very nice it's probably the best of the four for the york right york right i appreciate that the york right refers to everyone else as heathens kind of fits my preconceived notions Mm. it was intentional i know it's intentional uh let's see here Uh, just remember herlin royal arch is older than the master mason degree i'm sorry what the royal arch is older than the master master mason degree True. So is the no wait, that's the same degree. Never mind. I was gonna say so is the lodge of perfection, but eh, eh. no. <laughs> no. Um, Considering he was a grand high priest before he did any York right contrary stuff. So what do you guys got going on Masonically besides me? Because you guys have a like and by you guys I mean the after lodge crew is you guys like have a busy as like you guys have like don't you have like some carnival and like beard swell and yeah well, well we've, we've been, been trying not to make this the 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 after lodge carnival show just yet uh, but yes that's coming up uh, Independence Day weekend and it's kind of consumed our lodge now um, well, I'm, already I'm not, I can't remember if you guys did it last year because I don't yeah because we did uh, in fact we hazed the new guy by getting his car towed. Oh, that was great. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. He's still around. He's our junior deacon. Right That's on. Nice. That's good. For some reason, he's still listening to Josh, which I don't understand. Like, that's why his car got towed in the first place because he parked yes. where Josh told him to. Yeah. And now he still listens to Josh. Oh, right. Okay. Well, it takes some people longer to learn than others. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know. Team. <laughs> No. Get burned more than once before you. Um, but yeah, we're we're doing that again. Um, it's it's gotten a little contentious with the politicians on the account of this is an election year. Although I think it just got less contentious with the politicians because I don't know how your state is, but out here in After Lodge Land, um, all but like two of the county races have been decided already because there are no Democrats running. Um, there were races where there's like eight Republicans and no Democrats. So someone won the primary and that's your guy. Um, Look, I'm from the actual Western Pennsylvania. So I know how that works with Democrats, whether they're Republicans running as a Democrat, but it doesn't matter. Um, cause Western Pennsylvania, but I will say this much that, uh, yeah, when politicians try to dabble in the events around here, usually whether it's the Masons, the Elks, the Moose, the Rotary, you know, the organizations that really put on all these town events, yep. when politicians start getting involved, we usually look at them and be like, cool, you f***ing run it. Yeah, so 
the thing with us is, you know, it, it is a town event, so it's kind of their thing. And we're like the you guys ever watch the Sopranos when uh, they were doing the Catholic picnic and then the new priest came into town and like figured out the whole scam and called them out on it. Yeah. So our festival kind of works like that was <laughs> and uh it's it, yeah it's, well, it's a bunch of guys and we basically you know i mean we collect the sponsors and book the bands and and you know subcontract everything out but at the end of the day we're raising our money off of the city's brand so right. when the when the city people want to throw their weight around you kind of just gotta grit your teeth and and let them most years they don't care. Like the whole reason they have us do it so they don't have to fool with it. But on election years, things get interesting. Yeah, but we it's also the, an easier year to raise money. So yeah, we had the thing where they they in the one town over where they they got involved with the one town event and the lodge just went cool. We'll send it out this year. And so then, we did that in the other event. We used to do two, if you remember. So this. So now we only like, do one. And, and this giant event that has been going on for a long time in that town was like a disaster. And they had their own booth up doing stuff. And people were like, well, what why what'd you guys do? And they're like, oh no, the, the, the town the selectman took it over from us because he said we're too stupid to run it. So uh and we so right. therefore we're just not running it. And everyone's just like and of course they have elections in November, so I think everyone's just kind of like, eh. People have can't fun. put together a carnival, but you want to run the city treasury. Yeah, uh, that, that just shows the competence there, doesn't it? Well, uh, and by the way, in the town paper, that was the article. That was the headline. Yep, yep. Um, it didn't quite go like that in our other fair that we backed out of. It just, well, there, there wasn't ill will, so we kind of helped them. So... We, it was a smoother transition, but we're doing this other one, uh, and and we we kind of have to deal with it because this is our lodge's primary fundraiser for all of the philanthropy that we may engage in. Is kind of okay. one event every year, so uh, and it it takes. I mean, we do some other things, but it all pales compared to this one event. Um, so we we kind of have to do it because we have enough trouble getting guys to pay their dues if we start soliciting, hey, we want to fund this scholarship or this thing for our Masonic villages. It's like pulling teeth. I know. Okay. Uh, but at least we got past the point where we are no longer... We've gotten rid of whatever expectation was left over that we're going to use these publicly raised funds to pay our bills. That was always one of my my pain points with my lodge because it's just embarrassing. Mm -hmm. So we're past that now. Uh, so this money is there might be some like building preservation stuff that that it's still getting tapped for, although we're trying to dodge that, too. But, um, but not the day to day bills. That's, we're that's not we're not paying our bills or replacing water heaters with with festival money. Thank God. Uh which, fortunately, uh, our, our current Grandmaster has been beating that drum, too. Like, Good. you guys need to stop doing this. This is embarrassing to the craft. You don't have fish fries to pay your electric bill. It, it Just stop. 
well, then... Yup. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, the, the purpose of Lodge is not necessarily to be charitable. The purpose of Lodge is, is for us. So if we can't pay our own bills, that's an well, issue. Right. You do... Doing fundraisers is supposed to be philanthropic. Like, we... Yeah. We're that, supposed that's to be doing point. these things to enable us to give away the hordes of money. Like, the Shriners... All the money that you hear about them giving away, how much of it comes be from efficient to pay the bills? Right. Mm-hmm. How much, how much shouldn't have to do extra stuff to make up from what the dues so, are lacking uh, for basic monthly payments? Yep. So Harlan, uh, with the Shriners, uh, at least at least for it, based on what Imperial says and where I am is that so the my rocks, Motor right? Patrol has seven parades this weekend. Each parade is paying the Motor Patrol four hundred dollars to be there. 100% of that money goes to the hospital. Now, right. we, now, the Motor Patrol has two fundraisers. One's an all-you-can-eat steak thing. One's an all-you-can-eat wing thing. And we specifically say that this is to support the Motor Patrol. But most of the money for the Motor Patrol are, are you know, the uniforms, their shirts, the maintenance of the cars, the gas, the vans, the trailers. That comes out of our own pocket. So... At least the Shriners, when you have units showing up to parades, yep. every unit's getting paid. And that money goes directly to the hospital. Because when we have events where it's not going to the hospital, we have to remind people that you can't tax deduct this thing, like our steak night right. for the Motor Patrol, because this is not going to the hospital. This is going to, to help us rebuild yeah. the... 54 bridge threatened engines. There was a local controversy here in after Lodge town about that. Uh, there were some accusations. The shrine wasn't being transparent enough about that at their roadblocks when they, you know, have the Shriners out there with their buckets. Supposedly they have a sign that says, you know, this is for whatever shrine thing instead of the, the hospital. Uh, but the local news had, had quite the field day with that for a little while. But I mean, there are their their buckets. People are getting receipts for tax receipt for it anyway. Well, this was about the roadblocks because people assume. If I see a Shriner at an intersection, he's raising money for the hospital, and when I put money in his hat, it's going to the kids and not little cars. The the clown unit was like one of the biggest units there, and they would they had to tell people like when you hire us clowns for a birthday party. The money you're giving us is for the clown unit for supplies, not like you're not getting a, yeah. you're not getting like you're not getting clown for like three or four clowns for two hundred dollars as a tax deduction for your kid's birthday party. No, like doing that to pay for so we can like subsidize like the two grand in makeup each of us buy a year. And there were some yeah. people who literally were hiring shrine clowns because they wanted to write it off in their tax receipts and. I'll tell you, sitting there watching. What kind of guys? evil bastards hires clowns for their children's birthday? <laughs> Sociopath. Uh, well, <laughs> someone who wants to scar their child for life. No, that's, that's... Who hires clowns for the kid's birthday and then expects to write it off? Yeah, that's kind of. The, the that's kind of is already established, Chuck, by the hiring of the clowns. You shouldn't be surprised <laughs> by the rest of it. Look, I, I, I started as a clown and my. My my youngest daughter, the first time I started putting the makeup on, she cried, and she saw me. I, I said, well, I'll put it on in front of you, honey. And she cried and said, Daddy, no, and, like, put the makeup down. I was like, okay, 
Cool. <laughs> My kid does not want to see that shit. You were just I, talking about your daughter's clown. your daughter's powerful instincts, man. She knows and she knows what's up. So now I ride little jeeps, um, which are great because uh, I finally got my Shrine Dickies because uh, I'll tell you when that engine is right next to your balls that uh, I need something that's a bit thicker than my typical uh, just black dress slacks. You just got some some chaps to put on over that? Some assless no, chaps? Assless chaps. Yeah, baby. Uh, well, one, there's no such thing as an ass chap, Harlan. There is no other pants. Those are pants. I ride motorcycle. I don't care. I'm just saying. I know these things. My, I mean, my motorcycle. If you're wearing chaps, you could, they could probably have something to cover your ass. Like, they probably make those. Jeez. I feel like assless chaps. Well, those are the pants you wear under the chaps. My my motorcycle getup was like that Gore-Tex fabric, whatever that's called. I, I never had leather, so... Jeans are really the thing, though, because you want you don't want them connected in the middle. You want them separated. You want two different legs. Yes. Yes. Because I like well, you have to. So yes, yes, that'd work. be good. You don't want to put pants on and look like a merman. Merman, you know, one leg. Bruce, I do. I did figure out because I bought my chaps from a somebody that made them custom, and they're great. But the zippers are set up in just a, such a way where I can actually zip both legs together. Hmm. So it goes from chaps to like a leather tube skirt. That's interesting. Kinky. Hey, John. Where'd you buy this? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> Just always wear them with pants because the zippers on there are those like big teeth ones. And if you get up too fast and too quick, oh. the, yeah, just like. Yeah, you, that, you, would, that would be. You, that would be you get where you're going oh, and you yeah, hop off you your bike these? and you zip up your chaps and you stroll into the club. Is that yeah, right. With your ass hanging out? Yeah. They see me rolling. Like, Don't forget to zip up the back. Is it we two just, zippers or just one that goes across your taint? We were just discussing before the show, John, that the CDC warnings about monkeypox. So oh, yeah. There was that. Oh, yeah. Chaps. You know what? You don't want monkeypox. Yes. Do not eat at Chip Filet. <laughs> you will. If you do not want monkeypox. Did you just say Chip Filet? Chip Filet. Oh, chimp fillet. Mm, chimp fillet. I don't, I don't Look, the dad joke, you guys. John got it. I was I did. thinking like Chip and Dale. No, as in instead of Chick fillet, chimp fillet. Oh, oh, chimp. 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 I thought you said you chip, like chimp. potato <laughs> chip. <laughs> Step one to nailing the punchline is have a good connection. Oh, yeah, there is that. Oh, I. Well, again, since you guys are from Western Pennsylvania, you'd understand that people from Western Pennsylvania tend to slur their words, sober or not. No, it was because you cut out. Yeah, I, we this lost is a you. technological issue. I, I have. You full, got that Western Pennsylvania internet. I have full Wi-Fi. <laughs> I am yeah, in the so middle there's of. There's your problem wifi in your house. I'm out in the and water, and I got better shit out. than you. <laughs> you shut up with your publicly funded infrastructure. <laughs> All the taxes I pay for that publicly funded infrastructure, I tell you. I thought the mountain. That's why I get to wear these. This is why I get to wear those. <laughs> the queen takes all my money. Wait, is that your is that your milk carrying hat? Is that is that what that's for? It's not for my milk carrying. So I don't carry the milk. Wear the puppy coat and fur hat to carry the milk. I ought to wear one of those when my mailbag gets full. The Royal Milk Service. <laughs> the Royal Milk Service. 
Oh, shit. I will make the milk. Bruce will carry the milk. And other people will pay for the milk. Ew. Milk that you made. I don't know about that, buddy, but maybe. <laughs> you know, that milk yeah. costs to me like 60 cents every time I have to send someone a jar. God. Oh. Oh, d- oh, dude. Like, there there are people who are going to. 60 gonna... cents? Fuck. I don't know. It's I've, I don't even know what postage is now. You'll know. Okay, it's it's 58 cents. Every other, like, first world country in the world, a, a regular first class postage stamp is like a dollar fifty. Like in Germany, yeah, it's about. like a dollar sixty. All those other in, countries- in the UK, it's like a dollar twenty. Hold on, all those other countries, the mail's not going anywhere compared to how far it's going in this country. Yes. Yeah, you go to you come here the, or you your country. You're right. Thing, so you're paying three times as much for a quarter of the service. It's a scale thing because those countries don't require their barristers to send physical copies of every single thing. They might. You don't know that. Jeez. We have email. We have the internet. Why am I still mailing all certified shut mail up. this tall every day? Dude, Again, I, my I, employer has to use like regular you, mail. You, you out, out of everybody, should appreciate having a, a physical thing. Harlan, I had a fight with a guy who got mad at me that the Grand Lodge allows us to send certain communication out via email if we have a valid email address. And if they don't, then it has to be mailed out. And he got mad at me that we did that. Yeah, we're not allowed to do that. I was. It's got to be physical. Our our district deputy was in the room, and he was arguing with the district deputy. And the district deputy showed him the rules and regulations, and he didn't care. He's like, "That's not right. That's not the right." He's like, "That's not the rules and regs." And we we were. He's like, "It's it's from the Grand Lodge website. Like, I I don't know what else to tell you. There's the date it was approved. There's counties out here. Uh, one I was just dealing with this week." Where I will electronically file a tendered order to the judge. And the judge will get that order because someone in the clerk's office gets that electronic filing because it automatically spits out on a big printer in the clerk's office. They then take it and they have the judge sign it and they stamp it. And then they put it to a scanner. But that scanner just makes more physical copies that they then put into the mail and mail to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's the way the system should run. Oh, oh, I left out the most important the detail. Well-oiled machine. The most important oh, detail, shit. and I'll show you one when we're not on the air because I can't like put a legal filing. On yeah. But the judge's signature isn't the judge like signing it with his hand. It's an electronic PDF seal signature. Nice. So it gets printed. They scan and send it to the judge, who then electronically signs it. It's then printed out, stamped by the clerk, and mailed to me. Okay, Harlan, if it makes you feel any better. Oh, my God, that is a level of stupidity. I don't understand. You just broke my Canuck brain. You you, you broke my Canuck brain. I can't understand this. Oh, it gets dumber. I was dealing with an actual high-tech company from France in 2004. We were having issues getting time. Well, I would consider timely email responses. And the guy on the phone, when I was talking to him, finally told me that, well, you know, just so this works, like my the, the secretary prints out your emails and she gives them to me. 
and I handwrite my response, and then she types them up and gets them back to you. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, wait what? Wait, <laughs> wait, are you like CEO of a company? Like, where you literally like your secretary is filtering out your bullshit emails? Like, he's like, no, no, I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 you're, you're the actual like technical engineer. Yep. I was like, well, he's like, well, that's just how we do it in France. I'm like, you, but. You, you print out emails and handwrite a response and someone types up and sends it out on your behalf. Yes. So Harlan, I don't know how it is with lawyers in this state, but I know appraisers are required to keep a physical copy of every case or whatever it's called. That's what she said. That they work. I have to keep physical copies of some things. Um, but most of most of it i most of it gets made electronic and the paper stuff is destroyed so if if my client for instance like notarized has something notarized i have to keep the physical copy of that but i can electronically file a scanned copy of it uh things that i get from, get rid of the physical copy or you still have to keep no it? i have to i have to keep the physical copy of that like there's a there's certain things that i have to keep the physical copies of but there's a whole lot of stuff that I, I just I don't have to keep physical copies of. A lot of attorneys do because they don't trust their technology. I trust my technology a lot more than my physical ability to preserve documents. Well, you're um, also more capable than most. Yeah. It, it, so the, the like, legal like that law wasn't made for you. Well, the ethical <laughs> responsibility is is that you're responsible for keeping these files, whether they're right. electronic or physical or whatever. The attorney gets into trouble when they lose them. Uh, right. So an all digital practice like mine could be in a in a hell of world of hurt if if they got ransomware, for instance. Um, but I've got the whole thing with you know offline backups, safe deposit boxes, the whole there's a system. Um, but the the physical stuff is actually the least safe. Uh, but that's why my entire practice. The physical files can exist in, in well, I, I don't know if you can see that, but that's a two-drawer two legal-size filing cabinet, and that it's is barely bigger than the printer. Physical paperwork. Yeah. Well, that printer is pretty huge. I think it's just... Is, is, is that a brother printer? No, it's a Canon. Uh, <laughs> a brother printer. Ah. No, it's a... That printer is huge, though, so I think it distorts the scale. I mean, it's a big cabinet, but... That's like my entire paper record set. Um, That's not much. Like my, my yeah. dad's an appraiser and I've been in his basement where he keeps his files and it's like two entire walls of bookcases. Because what, what happens to keep physical copies of those when my active wow. cases are like done 20 years or something, the active cases live, live outside the cabinet. And when I close a file, I actually take and scan the contents of the file and then I pull anything that I'm required to keep physically out of it and everything else, you know, goes off to the shredding company. So I, what goes in the cabinet is much smaller. And then, you know, also the secret is that uh, once a year, a box of stuff from that cabinet, you know, goes into the cardboard box and off to the, off to the storage area. So Alrighty, what do you do? that that happens 
but yeah, if I was running a normal practice, this the entire wall of my basement would be just shelves of files. And if you've ever been to a county clerk's office <laughs> and seen the small warehouse that they have on site and then the actual warehouse that they have off site of all the stuff that was electronically filed and then printed and then archived. I guess my, my point of all that is if y'all are required to keep a physical copy, doesn't it make more sense that they're mailing you physical copies of stuff? But I guess if you're not, right. then it, it no, because like the judge electronically signs like using one of those PDF signatures, right? So he's not keeping it goes into the electronic database, but they still mail me a physical copy because there are too many attorneys who don't want to use or have figured out how to use the electronic court records system which is should frighten you it's probably existed for that's just 20, mean there's a whole lot of old no, that don't. no our state system didn't get released uh, i was the first class of of graduating new new admittance to the bar to be registered to use it so 2014 so, probably, when harlan, our state you, so got harlan, electronic filing harlan what year was that 2014 okay so not that it's insane Welcome to the government. And most counties didn't actually start using it until about 2018. Wow. If you wanted something filed, you had to send a lackey. Uh, there was actually a job. You could get a job as a runner for a law firm. And that was your job was to just run back and forth from the law firm office to the clerk all day. The big firms, like the ones with like hundreds of attorneys. Hundreds of attorneys. They, oh, they would wow. employ people like as runners and all they did every day was come grab a bag of stuff. This is going to this county, and they'd hit the road and go get it all filed. Come back, I get mean, another I, load for a different clerk. I mean, that was my job in high school. I did that for for uh, uh, someone who did medical transcription in the, between the hospital, yep. and I got you know it, good pay. So, yeah, I mean, it's... back when gas was ninety cent a gallon, uh, yeah. No, it's right. I've had to pay couriers uh, before to to run something in an emergency, especially before e-filing became universal during COVID. COVID's the best thing that ever happened to our electronic filing system, because prior to that, you could do it, but it was sometimes the clerks would be like, "I never got that, whatever." So, in an emergency in the right county, if I had to be somewhere and couldn't take it, um, I would I would contract somebody. Sometimes one of our lodge brothers, Bruce. And I'd be like, hey, how'd you like to make say, a quick 40 bucks for like oh yeah, no, 15 minutes of your time? Clerks would say they've never got it. If only there was a way you could send it so that they had to sign something to prove they received it. Ah. Oh, would that be by uh, uh, Mary Post with, with signature requirements? So, so, well, I mean, certified is what I was looking well, for. Well, the, the thing That's is, oh, certified. you, you know is they it, got it because I've got, an confirmation is also acceptable. I've got an electronic filing receipt that says this was delivered to this clerk's <laughs> office. <laughs> and the clerk's office accepted it. It's just the people in the clerk's office didn't bother to learn how the electronic filing system worked, especially in the rural counties. So... It, which goes back to, to Chuck's point of I brought up the idea of allowing members of our lodge to opt into electronic communications to save me postage and printing and hassle. And you would have thought that I had suggested admitting women to the lodge. <laughs> I, 
Now, granted, this was, at a, this was at a secretary's conference. Like we have those once a year where the grand secretary gets all the lodge secretaries to talk about updates to the system and whatever. Yep. And I was like, hey, I want to do this. If I get them to opt in and like do it so they have to confirm their email address so I know it's accurate. And, and yeah, you, you would have thought that yep. I had just blasphemed. We did that 10 years ago here. And um, I wasn't really going to grandma's because I just moved to state. Like, but apparently that was a huge shit show. But we have Grandview now. And we had guys like, well, you didn't email the minutes out. Um, you have Grandview, right? Yep. They're there every meeting. They're up. They're literally upload. My secretary literally uploads them. Like before he leaves the lodge room that night. Like you got the minutes. Yeah, your secretary mm. needs to stop putting out so easy and making life hard for the rest of us. <laughs> now, the uh, uh, well, there. <laughs> our, again, our secretary is type is is you know he's got a template. He's filling this stuff in as the as, you know as the night progresses. So by the time like I go close, he simply just goes goes click upload done. Yeah, I'm guys who hate Grand. I know there's some guys who hate Grandview and. It's it's there are some things that are clunkier and shit, and I don't know if that's their end or just what we've requested, but um, it's pretty good having a app on your phone where I can sit there and scroll through when some particular brothers give me the giving me shit. I just simply go, so you didn't pay your dues yet? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get there. Um, I've, I've got a technology committee that's waiting on me. Yeah, imagine that, you guys. <laughs> yes, can you believe that? Um, but yeah, we're we're trying to move in a more tech forward direction. But it's we have to jump over Grand Lodge hurdles on the way sometimes. I still get shit that our lodge takes electronic dues payments from like secretaries of other lodges who insist that I'm violating some landmark of secretaryism by doing that. We, we do. What do you do with the canceled check? What do you do they with the canceled check? They, you, don't, you, they don't like the idea of away. automating secretary functions. Oh, yeah. Well, because that because they, yeah, they, they, they know. Defunct. That's right. They're smart. They're smart guys, Bruce. So they know I'm wanting to do this electronic thing because the next step is those invoices and payments start happening transparently. And yep. then the secretary's not actually doing all this by hand. And yeah, but using witchcraft, but isn't that what you'd want in a shrinking fraternity so that these brilliant guys who are secretaries could then devote their time to other things more valuable to the craft than pushing paper around. The only scenario I can think of that you wouldn't want that is if you were a secretary who made, I don't know, an overblown salary and you had. Oh, to that's right. It. I forgot that those exist. Right. Cause yes, they do. Yes. Not right. Harlan. No, certainly not. Me. But some Harlan other ones. Didn't cover his postage, but that's hey. okay. Oh, In oh, the no. city. I, I get oh, paid a oh. dollar per member, Bruce. Oh, my, per my, year. my, my last secretary and treasurer. Their dues are remitted for the year. They both pay them anyways. Um, but there is a couple lodges. I, I know several lodges in my state where their secretary gets paid like a couple grand a year. 
It's insane. Wow. Hey, Put this in perspective. My York right bodies pay the secretary and the the, or the recorder and treasurer like 250 bucks a year, but we don't pay for postage or anything else. Oh. Or supplies. It's kind of like, okay, well... So you barely cover postage and supplies. <laughs> yeah. I just we, we've most had of that, that off as a... Well, that's why most of, well, most of those guys are doing that in several bodies, which... So when you can double stuff or triple stuff, it it's fine. But mm-hmm. I mean, let's just say that I was talking to one guy who I actually I really do respect, and he pointed. I was like, "Yep, I'm a secretary and like four things, recorder and all that stuff." He's like, "You put all that stuff together based on the postage, the stamps, the paper, the toner, and all that stuff." He's like. I think last year I figured out I made 50 cents. But they're not doing the job to make money. No, they're they're not. Exactly. So why wouldn't Harlan, why would you come in? Like I've got demon horns coming out of my head when I suggest taking advantage of 30 year old technology. Because there are, there are life easier. I think it's I think it's part of that old dude thing where it's, it's just the you, old dude you have thing. This mindset of I grew up suffering this thing, so you should too. Uh there there are lodges in my state where the secretary gets paid like fifteen hundred bucks a month. That's ridiculous. Twelve months, it's like ten months a year, and I sat there. I'm like. Dude, I'm transferring my membership. I can I can keep track. Do you know my, where this is? Insane to me. And like, can I work what remotely? Do? Is that two meetings? Can I work remotely? <laughs> $750 a meeting they get paid? Yeah. And the law and, and, and those lodges cover postage, a computer, printer, all that shit, all the supplies. What are those the dudes lodges? Those lodges? Are buying that secretary a computer every meeting. Those, those lodges have like that, those lodges, that's an those insane amount of money. This is I the know. architect's way of telling your lodge that you have too damn much money. Yeah. Uh, Part of the Masonic so, experience so is by the, the struggle to pay most, for shit. To pay uh, the bills. Because <laughs> that builds through. character. But when you sit there and you, you look at what the secretary or the... And so those lodges do, like, they pay their treasurer 500 bucks a year. I'm like... I'm sorry, 500 bucks a month. Five hundred bucks a month to deposit checks. Where do I sign? Yeah, really. And you I, I have a lot of experience, in. Chuck. And by the way, I, I've, I've got really, a resume. What's really funny about these particular lodges is that no one wants that job. And I do. All, all I can figure is that, not, is that. I mean, I guess if my secretary was getting paid that much, I'd be like, cool, guess what? You, If I send you an email, you better respond to me within like 10 minutes. As the yeah, they better be at the beck yeah, and I mean, call. So that's that's the question. Are they also like, you know, cleaning the head and mowing the grass and like oh, no, 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 answering no, no, no. the those, phone? Those, and... those lodges have like custodians and they pay for yeah, of course they do. bond stuff. Like my lodge. I'm sure they automate the phone stuff. I mean, my my. That's my, okay. Well, my grandma, <laughs> and my we also were sitting there like, you know, my lodge pays for uh, 
you know, a, a lands, you know, a, a company does, you know, the landscaping and uh, the plowing and all this stuff. And we're all sitting there, we're starting to talk. We're like, you know what? I'm pretty sure I can mow the lawn, the lodge's lawn, like every, you know, we can like figure out a bunch of guys to mow the lawn. And we got guys who have trucks with their own plows. So, but well, I mean, for that kind of money, yeah, you. Yeah, guys out there, you buy what a freaking Honda. Plowing? Grab a lawnmower robot for a my, my lodge is not paying fifteen hundred dollars a month for month for secretary. That's for damn sure. What are you plowing? Why does a lodge need a plow, dude? <laughs> we, we get snow where I live because it has too much money, Harley. Oh, oh, like a snow. Pl- okay, you were talking landscaping and plowing. I'm thinking because of where we're from. I was thinking like plowing a field, like plowing a plowing. Oh. Oh. Ro- making <laughs> making rows, <laughs> making rows in a field. Holy <laughs> shit! The lodge garden out back. Yeah. Um, my lodge. <laughs> if you were up here, you'd be growing marijuana in hey, the back. Can we have of a vineyard, Bruce? Oh yes. I mean, we back don't have fucking space room, but yes. My my lodge back fifty years ago used based on before they moved the building, uh, as in physically picked it up and moved the building. Um, we just did that with our courthouse. If you never seen owned, it done, it, that is fascinating to watch. Yeah, owned it owned a tobacco field, and oh. So, Killing children. So when they moved the bill, that, like that's why my lodge is one of the few lodges in my state that doesn't have to pay town taxes because we got moved, and the, one of the, the conditions of the town was, well, you don't, but we're going to make church tax because we're just taking your land for this road now, including tobacco field. So, um, plus that is we don't have to deal with that shit. Can we have a grow room, Bruce? <laughs> Yes. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Oh, Which house no. do I want to smoke? You can help, me explain <laughs> right help me explain to the treasurer why our power bill quadrupled. But uh... I'm still looking <laughs> the Jamie's camera. LEDs, man. I, my, mine's an LED grow light. It works great. Well, it's funny is that a lot of lodges like in can, you know, Rylan, reconstitute that closet we have. I don't think it's, it's really doing much right now, anyway, Harlan. <laughs> you mean the room, of, of, the room of the room of of reflection? <laughs> ours is covered in black mold at the moment because so. oh, or sorry, ours is covered in in mildew and not health department regulated things. Oh. <laughs> normal mold. It's yes, normal mold. Regular guys. mold. Green mold and brown mold. Hey, look at that! I just watched Harlan do a Matrix. Wow! It's a backpedal if you ever did one before. Boy, howdy! You know he he must speaks every now and then. Yes, the accidental racist in him has also made a municipal issue. This is why I don't get paid fifteen hundred dollars a meeting. Oh, but uh, the the flyer for my big event in October because screw you guys. Well, I can't even see your camera. No, it's oh, that's a nice, that's a good-looking flyer, if nothing else. It's slack. Oh, that's slack. Look, you do know that it is entirely unmasonic to promote alcohol, right? That's uh, yeah, not my jurisdiction. Harlan, I just did the quick math. You get paid about six dollars a meeting. Is it really that much? Wow. I got to quit your bitching. Wow. Hold on. What you're bitching. Hold on. Let me let me let me try this here. We do 20, 20 meetings a year. And in Harlan's that. normal job, that's three minutes of work. Now, Bruce, I get paid three dollars and fifty-eight cents a meeting. 
What? Oh, it's your just little bag. I must have rounded up. <laughs> Three to six. And every time someone dies, which has been happening a lot this year, I lose like 14 cents. I did my best my ears, Master. Yeah, I think you've been outdone, sir. Um, it's it's rough. Bruce, do you mean you did your best at Master to kill off as many Masons you know, or save as many like, When I started that sentence, Jamie, it was a really funny joke, and by the time I ended it, it was just kind of sad. So <laughs> let's just We've lost ignore it. Seven men since January. <laughs> Ouch, guys. Ouch. It's been a rough year. Our lodge has less than 100 members. So 7% of our lodge. I didn't died. realize we were down that low. Well, oh, yeah. No, that's the. No wonder I highballed you. When I took, uh, well, when I took over, so my first year as secretary was 2014. I took over with 136 members. We are now down to 86 members. Dude, the lodge do... master of when I left, we had 23, I think. Well, you guys got, we have 35 or 39, but we have an average of about attendance of 19 per meeting. Hey, so do we. Yeah, that's Except pretty good. We got 80. Yeah. Six members. Although I guess in a community that small, that kind of makes sense. There's not a lot else to do, Bruce. Yeah, and they they yeah. have they have heat in the winter, <coughs> so that helps. Oh my! Don't even start me on heat in the winter and oil and. I'm gonna be in the poorhouse. What? I'm gonna be in the poorhouse. The cost of oil this year. That's oh. where all of Jamie. Oh, you guys know are. none of this. Did, did we talk about this last time I was on here? Mm -hmm. Last thing. So, Jamie, Jamie, I, so I know that I know this is in Canadian dollars, and you guys still have the trouble understanding. We don't have any oil for heat, but man, we got bags of weed in the fridge. <laughs> but hold on, hold on, hold, I'm going hold on. Here. The bag of weed cost me forty-six dollars an ounce. That's nothing. Well, how much is a gallon of oil? A gallon less of less oil. Than that. Uh, in um, okay, no. Currently, uh, uh, just under six bucks. Okay, well that's okay. So I pay, I pay, I pay two dollars and ten cents a liter for oil. What the hell is a liter? I don't. So wait, no, two dollars and ten cents works out to eight dollars, eight dollars and forty cents a gallon is what I pay for heating oil for my house right now. Eight dollars and forty cents a gallon. Because I just got to use your five and a half gallons versus a bag of weed. You mentioned about the price of the oil. Let me let me try to trans translate for you, Jimmy. So, how many how many toques can a liter of oil fill? Because I know what you know what a toque is up there. Because one toque per liter. Oh well, there we go. Okay, so like a ten gallon hat. Yeah. Which is ten gallons. Again. So a ten gallon hat for eight dollars and forty cents Canadian. Straight from Canadian slang to Texan, like. Okay. John I don't, I don't know. You're going to middle, middle it with me a little what? bit. What okay, we Matt, okay, here, here's, here's my situation. We all have American dollars. Heating oil so last year, are the same shit in America, okay? They are, they're the same shit here, except they dye it here, so you can't use it. Yeah, there's red dye in it, so if it yeah. runs engine, because there's no the tax difference. However, yep. yeah, it's the same shit. It's diesel. Yep, it's diesel. However, That's all it is. It's diesel. Dye of heating oil, because where I live. Right now, uh... It's running at like five eighty a gallon. Okay. Yeah. Which is what was it last year? Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. So, what so. was it last year? Well, when I when I when I filled. So, my, but hold on. Let me let me go through my thing like, here. 
my tank that's like, a, that's like an tank. eighth of a bag of weed, Chuck. Yeah, well, hold on. I can't burn the weed for heat, though. Jamie, Jamie can't even... That's my point, Jamie! Jamie can't even open his fridge without bags of weed falling out, and he's complaining about the price of oil. When I was... I was Pittsburgh. I was promised the apocalypse. I was promised zombie. Not $7 a gallon gas and no baby formula on the shelves. Okay. Because you live where you live. But, but Chuck, you don't have to heat your house eight to ten months of the year. Thank God. So you choose to my, live in the Arctic tundra. So my projection. So last year, I paid $175 a month for oil, for the projection of a whole year's worth of oil. They sent me my projection for the next year. It's $486 a month for oil for the 12 months of the year. Oof. Oh, oh, so, so Jamie's getting a heat pump. It still costs less than my natural gas. Yeah, dude, you so, might as well go geothermal at that point. You're but gonna... wait, but that's that's less than your natural gas a month. Well, so I don't use as much heat as you do. But if I used as much heat as you do with my system, it would cost me at least that much, if probably a lot more. Your boiler is dog shit. I don't. Wow. I, I have to. Live streaming is on. We're back. Bruce decided not to pay the gas bill so that he could buy some weed. Look, it's <laughs> over here, Harlan, and Jamie has shown me the way. So, I you don't care about the cold if you're high enough. If you stop paying for the gas, the generator what? dies, and then I have no feed. What do you What do you Choke need heat down. when you can't feel anything? I can't feel my face when. That's I mean. That's just the frostbite kicking in. <laughs> At that point, you're just keeping the heat on so your pipes don't freeze, and you still flush the toilet. Well, you'd be surprised how long it takes for the house to cool down enough for the pipes to freeze, if you start out at 20 degrees Celsius. Well, yeah, so they actually use, you know, insulating materials when you live in the Arctic. Yes. See, out yeah. here, we, we build our homes out of sticks and tobacco leaves, so it, it doesn't... I visited it's all about three seconds. I can confirm that, yeah, so, but... That's where the big bad wolf can John, blow your John's shit been down. to my house, so he can imagine, as soon as the heat goes off, about five minutes later, pipes are exploding. That's just how it works. <laughs> but out. I guess... But you, you must have stronger houses, though, because they can hold up to the winds. No, uh, I did build my house out of brick. Yeah, yes, to keep out the big bad. Your house is built out of brick. Yes, the 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 facade is the the inside is built out of sticks and tobacco leaves. <laughs> sticks and tobacco leaves. So you got the ex the outer shell and the soft yeah. gooey inside. Yeah. Yeah. Harlan's point last year, I spent fifteen thousand dollars to have foam injected into all my walls in my house because yeah. it was built so. in nineteen twenty one with no wall insulation in the walls. Yeah, yeah I'm getting ready to do that. Right now, well, I've got my house covered in scaffolding because they're trying to fix the bricks, and then we'll move to the inside. Yeah, I, I have uh, but I also have, like, curtain rods to my house and, like, insulating curtains that keep the heat in the zones where I want it to be in instead of mm. heating places where I am not in. Yeah, but you can't, you can't stand outside your house and have someone blow on the wall and the other person feel it like I can, so... <laughs> No, oh, like, no, like a medical mask. Yeah, kind of. My house was built to screen for COVID. <laughs> Monkeypox. Monkeypox. Monkey Those people uh, in the seventies uh, were really thinking ahead. Also, oh, gas no. was like dirt cheap when this house was built, so they're like, "Ah, who the hell cares? Just turn the furnace up." 
and and that's what that was the mentality so i mean and it's true at the time and and now it's not true and that's why it's becoming cost effective to retrofit all this stuff i'm doing because the gas price is ridiculous dude i'm slapping it is convenient because i have natural gas pipes straight into my house i assume you have to actually go get your your heating oil or someone has to deliver it. Well, they deliver it, yeah. They they deliver, deliver it to a tank. In, a big tank in the basement. There's an underground pipe that just comes into my house, so I, I don't have to worry about refilling it. I just use it on demand and get billed from a meter. Yep. So that's not like my power. The weather's warm. It doesn't cost me any money. Now, see, if only Jamie had one of those that sent weed to him, he'd be good. I thought he did. That's called the mail delivery service. I thought like all of Canada <laughs> had those bank tubes now, like Asshole. the ones that you make your deposit with that just like shows up in the... Mine comes if by Canada free, Post. Jimmy, I am on my way. If it's free, dude, if you come here, I'll provide you with more than you could ever smoke. <laughs> yes, don't, don't look that. at me like... You don't what? mean that. Don't pull oh, yes, it with my heart. Oh. Sir. Hey, Bruce, Sir, how do uh, you feel about a Canadian oh, vacation? <laughs> I'm, I'm already booking it, Harlan. <laughs> Can we get into Canada now, or are you guys still like throwing... Oh, yeah, you guys can come up now. I don't even have to wear masks outside anymore. Ah. I have to wear them at work. Thank a because my work, my work requires it. But um, Oh, crap. My brother and I might actually be able to go all the way around Lake Superior this year for a motorcycle trip. That'd be a nice change. Ooh. I guess that's my province. I don't know what the rest of them are doing. I don't well, care about anybody else. <laughs> I do when I don't. Trying to do my rudimentary geography. We don't have to go through another province to get to. No, we don't. Okay, there we to go. To get to me? Yeah, no, we don't. We just. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. We do. You have to go through New Brunswick. Yes. Yeah. Yep. This is why I'm well, bad at geography. Yeah, unless you're my defense, kind of John. I, I, I used to be really good at geography, and then I was at this this lieutenant training school up in New York, <laughs> and they sucked it all out of me. They started handing they... maps, and you went, "Hey, well, I think it's that way." <laughs> I used to know what this meant, and suddenly it's all gone. It's what all googly gook. What's this? It's a compass. Uh, what's a compass? Sergeant! Oh, no, yeah, compasses. There you go. That's compasses. The battle, that's the battle cry of West Point. Where's the first sergeant? <laughs> uh, and John, you had it wrong. Compasses. Really hard to do in the mountains. Come by. Come by. Come by. And, and to be fair, Harlan, I do sound like you're Asian. Come by. I'm in Minnesota, so I live in Canada's pants, so I have a, just a weird acknowledgement of Canadian geography. I don't know yeah. what I'm doing, and yeah. you're, You have a view from my groin. Your true north and magnetic north are actually substantially different. So They are substantially different. Yeah, they I are mean, for John. Yeah, no. <laughs> John's but that's the same for everybody, John's though, isn't it? Points like due west. No. Once you start getting far enough away... They just kind of fuzz together. Yeah, like down here, it's it's like the compass points here and True North is here, so they're they're close enough. Up where John is, there's probably like a yeah, thirty it's degree. More, it's more like looking at you know, it's like, hmm, which one can I get to sooner? Yeah, that sucks for you. Well, I mean, it's got to be off where you are too. I imagine your compass almost points due west, doesn't it? Well, I, mean, I suppose it does. It would still point north, but I mean. Points to magnetic north. Just yeah, points to magnetic north. north. Yeah. But that's, again, we've already established magnetic north and true north and the same thing. Therefore, why would it point at both? It, 
It doesn't. Or how could it point? How could it point at both? I mean, it doesn't. Whenever, whenever, whenever you get a topographical map, there's a there's a symbol on the bottom left that tells you the degrees of difference between where your compass is pointing and what's north on the map, and so you have to adjust all of your readings by that amount. Oh my god! I just learned something. Don't ever tell that to my wife because she thinks I can read a map. You learned it Even from a would be lieutenant. Look at that. Ah. Uh, now yeah. I'm now I'm looking up Latin long of uh, where Jamie's at and where I'm at. So now I gotta. I think you're further north than him. Oh, possibly really. by the curve of the Earth. Possibly. Yeah, I am because I'm on the 45th. Mm -hmm. You're on the 46th. Yep. I am the true northerner of the show. You oh. are. You're technically further north than me, even though Ooh. I'm in. The great white. He just yeah. has that, he has that lake effect thing going that keeps him kind of toasty during the winter. So at least we're part of the winter. The the heat reservoir that the lake had soaked up all summer kind of radiates up till like November. Yeah, then it shits the bed at about December first, and we all start freezing our knackers off. So yeah, it's... well then it works in reverse. I've, so, I've been froze so much longer. So so now it's springtime. Everything's heating up, and John's still freezing. Also, the pneumatic tube that pipes weed into his house. But yeah, the new Jamie's, Jamie's not mine. That's what that's called. That's, that's what I was looking for, Bruce. Thank you. Oh yeah, that's... yeah. No, <laughs> you just drop it in. It sucks it up. Yeah, no. The pneumatic tube of of weed will be definitely Jamie's. I'm the one of that needs to figure out how to do that with whiskey without getting arrested. Yeah, well, that's yeah, just no, a pipe. You don't need a pneumatic Jamie. tube. That that's just a pipe like any other pipe, John. It's liquid now. It, it it's liquid. You just need a pipe and a tap. You can have whiskey come to your house all you want. You just need to hire a, like a bar. We've got one of those out behind the lodge. I mean, it runs out of a radiator, but it's uh, it works. Not every every fifth person goes a little blind in one eye, but we're we're okay. We'll we'll figure it out. So like Grand Sensor Bob goes first. John, they promised not to sue the lodge, so it's okay. <laughs> free free shots for illegal immunity. Who's going first? Lodge illegal is. immunity. Yeah. Oh Next time you're in town, John, we'll have to make sure you get to try some of Uncle Bob's Radiator Whiskey. It's a uh, yeah. Well, I I still don't. I can't remember if I've had any of As Producer Marshall's uh, Shine or not. Well, but, you had a small sip of it at my place, but uh, oh yeah, that's right. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. Every uh, time I the two times I've come down, I generally the weekend kind of fuzzes together because. He's kind of put that on the back burner because he's got another business venture that's looking very, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. very promising for him. So yeah, no, he yeah, he's gotta he's gotta chase that down. Yeah. Having some capital funding issues at the moment, but he's gonna get that figured out. So I'll contribute to that. Yeah. I think there's some other brothers that are going to. So uh, he'll I just, yeah. I, I just took out a HELOC. I I'll start I can I'll I'll give money. No, I put together the uh, the corporation business paperwork. It, he's it's it's solid, it's it's solid. Kind of one of those like almost winning the lottery kind of solids if he can just get the pieces to fit together. Oh, uh, no, I'll, I'll I'll use my secondary mortgage to fund him. He just gotta pay me enough back enough to cover my interest and uh, and, well, well, our, and the results of the uh, fruits of the labor. Well, yeah, that's the uh, that's the thing. Oh, you may have to shoot him a text. Um, <laughs> he was talking to our, our lodge chaplain, uh, making some prayers for <laughs> relief. Oh. Uh, yeah. 
I appreciate yeah. that as I'm son as, as as a member of the craft, but as a <laughs> you know what? Yeah, no, I'll do it too. Hey, Tony officiated my wedding. I'll have you know. <laughs> oh boy. And I have never forgiven him for it. So I think we're uh we're about done here, right? Now that we've done all because now Jamie's in his woodshed smoking dope and figuring yeah, out. Yeah, that's how we know we're done when Jamie is tired. <laughs> I mean, like, you wait, keep wait. it in your kitchen. Why do you even bother? Because I don't smoke in the house. The house will smell. See, that courtesy. He's worried the cops might smell his house. Bruce, Bruce, there's no. No, no, no. You... Why would they care? No, Bruce. They don't care. It's legal. There's nothing worse than sitting in your own house and having to sit there and go, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Then why keep sorry. it there? Because he's got to keep it there. I thought you were a stoner. You keep keep it right, where do you keep your booze? Don't you don't keep smoking here. Don't you no, go sit in your deck and have a beer every once in a while? Refrigerated. My 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 weed isn't refrigerated. It's in the cupboard above my fridge. It's not oh, in my oh, fridge. question is, why don't you just keep it in your shed? Why because keep it in the kitchen? Because if you keep it in the shed, then the mice will eat it in the kitchen. The skunk will eat it if I keep it in the shed. Every time I walk out of here, the Skunk comes out and looks at me and says, "Hey, how you doing?" So oh. I have a skunk that lives underneath my shed. He's happy. He doesn't. He doesn't bother me. He doesn't care. He walk up beside not. me when I walk out of the. It's, it's a contact <laughs> eye. Sure the skunk is real. Jamie. Every time you leave, oh, yeah, the skunk the is real. Toned off his little Pepe ass. Oh, what you doing now? In your shed. The skunk likes to Jamie during spring because he's just waiting to sit underneath the shed and suck up the bong rips. Just. Yeah, I, I could blow them through the floor at him, I guess, but there's no real holes in it. Lucky ass. I don't know where. Well, here's the thing. The weed smells like skunk. He just thinks somebody else lives upstairs. That's, That's all. It's not a big deal. He, just, <laughs> he, thinks, he thinks it's a female skunk in heat, and he's trying to. Yeah. It's a regular. He's, Pepe he's hanging around for his. A very intoxicating female skunk. He's like right. literally got Pepe Le Pew living under his shit. You're lucky he's not dry humping your door frame. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Dead> Harlan. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it was amazing how quick that fell off the cliff. Oh, not really. This isn't. This is nothing new. We just. Well, I know, but normally there's a there's a progression. We were we were doing all right, and then just. Well, so. You know. <laughs> Oh, Somebody well. had to mention I was in the shed. I was going to hit mute. Nobody had to know. So, you know, the old saying, nobody will know. You're literally you on video. To the commemorative. Along, yeah, but nobody's watching. The commemorative <laughs> video edition of the 300th episode of the After Lodge podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with Big Jeff on IRC. Oh, I guess Jamie's there too. At irc.snoonet.org, pound sign, Freemasonry. Uh, and, oh yeah, Chuck is on Reddit. I was on Reddit this week, which is unusual. Oh. Uh, Bruce is also on Reddit, and if you find him, you get the special prize. And A bag of weed from Jamie. If you want to talk to John, right. re you your life priorities, and uh, we'll see you next week. Later, buddy. <laughs> Keep your stick on the ice. <laughs>